you have just entered into God's Diamond Network. This is a podcast that is used for helping God's people find the diamond in themselves and the diamond in your situation. Welcome to God's Diamond in the Rough podcast. They are your hosts, Catherine and Michael. Let's join them in the studio now. Hello and hello. Welcome back to God's Diamonds in the Rough. Y'all know who we are. I am your host, Catherine. And and I am Michael. All right. We are so glad to be with you one more time. Hallelujah. Today we have a special guest with us. Amen. And her name is Miss Terry Wellbrook. Amen. Am I pronouncing it right? Yes. Wellbrook. Yep. Wellbrook. Well, Brock. All right. I'm sorry. Tearing it That's up all right. already. <laughs> Say hello to everybody. Hello. Hello. Hi, everyone. I'm so happy to be here. All right. So today we're going to be talking about on the subject of trauma. And um, this young lady, I mean, she has a story uh, that will, it's just, it, I mean, it's really just going to be like, some might be in tears, but some might be having an overwhelming sense of joy as, as she goes from uh, all of the trauma into triumphancy. Amen. So, but, but, so, but y'all, excuse me, I'm stuttering. Lord have mercy. <laughs> we get ready to pray. <laughs> we'll pray before we get started. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, our Lord and our Savior, Jesus Christ, we just come to you right now just to ask you to have your way. We ask in the name of Jesus that you just continue to manifest your word in us and through us as we continue to be the diamonds that you have called us to be. We pray in the name of Jesus, rebuking any tactics from the enemy that will be sent back into the picture of hell where it came from. Any assignment that he has tried to put on us, it will be sent back into the picture of hell where it came from before it has no power over us. We pray in the name of Jesus for the ones who have no desire to learn who you are. We ask you right now just to touch them from the crown of their heads to the soles of their feet. That transformation will begin to start. We pray in the name of Jesus, have your way. In Jesus Christ's holy name, we do pray. We say thank you. you. And we say amen. Amen. Amen And amen. 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 All right. I did not want to interrupt your prayer, but I didn't hear you, Michael, at all. I don't know what's going on. Oh, no. (laughs) Until the very end when you said amen, and then I heard you. So. Oh, wow. You know, that that tells me. Oh, now I have you back. Now you're there. That, that okay. tells me, you know, the enemy is always on on the move because he does not want the prayer to reach God, but the devil is a lie. Yeah. Well, I had my eyes closed, so I know my my spirit, my soul heard the prayer. So amen. I say amen to it. Amen. Okay. All right. Can you hear him now? Can you hear me now? Yeah. All right. I've All got right. you now. Yes. Right. Okay. So, um trauma trauma is definitely a topic that a whole lot of folk really don't want to admit to mm-hmm. you know because we live in a society said that says i'm supposed to have it all together you know what i mean i'm supposed to have it all together all the time so uh but f- as we go into this conversation can you before you tell your story from your perspective or you know, through all everything that you've been through, can you just kind of explain just that word trauma? Of course, absolutely. I I personally have experienced there's 
there's two types of trauma I want to talk about, and I will talk about one being um, chronic trauma, and that's trauma that continues to happen throughout. And I'm going to talk about something called adverse childhood experiences or ACEs. Mm -hmm. And that's ACEs science is really, really starting to come to the surface and being talked about a lot and the impact of those ACEs on our future adult lives. And so chronic trauma are things like I grew up in an alcoholic household. And so never knowing which mom was going to be walking through the door, was it going to be sober mom who would pick up her guitar and play it and sing songs with us and was kind and loving? Or was it going to be drunk mom who was vicious and cruel and judgmental and would scream for our dad to come silence the children if we were making noise? And then, and then my dad, would he grab the belt and beat us? Or would it be nice dad that would take us to our soccer games? And so it was just that constant state of never knowing who we were going to be experiencing each day in our household. Um, and it it just was a just created constant chronic trauma in our lives. And then the other side of that is acute trauma. And that is a one-time event that is uh, causes um, intense emotional um, pain and really creates what we look at now in, in the world of, of trauma science is a brain injury. Just like if you break a bone, it's it's impacting the brain in mm-hmm. in a lot of different ways with chemicals and just the wet firing of the neurons. And so acute trauma would be, I was involved in two bank robberies. And so um, those were very, very traumatic events where um, a coworker was murdered. And so again, a very acute one-time event, but also impacted me on such a profound level. Mm. So you would say definitely that you have experienced both, right? Oh, for sure. And as a result, Years and years and years later, when I finally ended up stepping onto the healing path, and uh, I remember a therapist saying the words complex post-traumatic stress disorder. And mm. I know for me, I was like, PTSD, isn't that what soldiers have you know, that, that come home from war? But no, trauma can have, and especially the, the complex post-traumatic, so CPTSD, the complex part really comes from having that um, chronic and acute trauma history. Mm. So which one would you say has prevailed more in your life before we get into the story? Oh my gosh. I mean, the chronic trauma, I had more instances of chronic trauma, just the repeated trauma happening. Mm -hmm. Um, Like I had a a choir director that, that was sexually abusing me and that was, over a period of time. And so, um, yeah, I, you know, I've had, I've had both and can I say one has impacted me more than the other? Absolutely not. They've both chronic and acute trauma have had profound, profound impacts on, on my life and, and what resulted in me experiencing severe panic attacks over a 25 year period, because Mm -hmm. My my brain, my body didn't know what to do with all of this right. negative energy, all of the stuff that had happened to me. And I, as a child, I didn't know how to process it or talk about it. So I just kept it all in. Um, 
And then it tried to get out and it came out through panic attacks. So let's just say for, let's just do it like this. So how about you share with us um, the chronic side of, you know, some of the chronic things that, that I would say led to, to the triumphancy for this show. And then let's do a second show. They're talking about acute, the acute side of trauma that led to your triumphancy. And we just kind of just leading, being led by the spirit and, you know, just seeing where the Lord takes us, you know, I mean, and that's how we, we frequently do. So diamonds, y'all know, y'all already know how we do. We just kind of, you know, h- how the spirit leads and we just dig deeper and we go deeper and deeper and we can only hope then we answer any questions that you have. And just remember, if you have any questions, um, whether it be for her or Miss uh, Wellbrock, uh, you can go to her website. And what's your website? TerryWellbrock.com. So it's T-E-R-I, just one R, mm-hmm. W-E-L-L-B-R-O-C-K. Okay. So you could definitely go there. I wanted to make sure that we mentioned that because I'm looking at your website in this moment. It's just like, wow. I'm just like, wow. Oh, man. You know, just kind of just like I said before uh, in the conversation before that just really blew my mind. Um, The things that I was seeing and, you know, the things that you're doing um, on the other side of the triumphancy, you know, and it's just amazing to me how how. The good, the Bible talks about in Romans 8 and 28, how he'll take, you know, the good out of it for your good. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? All of us working together for our good. And just imagine if you didn't go through any of the things that you've been through, you know, would your life be what it is? We know it right. wouldn't be, you know, absolutely. So um, so my, my trauma story um my my first traumas were were acute. My mom tried to drown me in a bathtub when I was four, oh, along with my one year old sister. Um, my I was sexually accosted by a sixteen year old neighbor when I was five, next to my alongside my best friend who was also in my kindergarten class. Um, sexually sexually molested by a nineteen year old neighbor when my mom sent me for a can of soup when I was nine. And then the first chronic trauma, well, Mm. besides living in an alcoholic home and a dad who was physically abusive, um, was my choir director during fifth grade when I was 10, Mm. um, repeatedly molesting me. And then um, 14 was an acute trauma, sexually accosted by a religious education director. I, I grew up Catholic, and so I worked in the rectory where the priests lived. Um, my dad was a Jesuit brother for eight years, meaning that he was in the seminary and studied theology before he left and married my mom. So faith was a very, very important part of my upbringing and uh, my childhood. My mom wanted to be a nun, but they wouldn't let her in, which always makes me laugh because they said she partied too much. (laughs) It it came forth in in our upbringing. Um, so, yeah. And then when I was 16, lost my virginity to date rape. Um, acute. That's acute. 17, um, I was involved in a gang attack and sexually accosted uh, and another acute trauma. 
Um, and then the the bank robberies when I was 21 and 22. So those were all acute. So really my chronic trauma was just living in this household, never knowing where I stood. So I took on the role, which many trauma survivors and children who are experiencing ACEs do, I took on the role of being the good girl. I, I I had good grades and I never talked back. And I I was always trying to be the perfect child because, and I also was always trying to be the peacekeeper. So I was the one trying to tell my little sister who was a little fireball and always fighting back, mm-hmm. Shh, you know, well, dad's going to come in swinging with that belt or we didn't want, I didn't want us to get in trouble. And so, um, and that was a role that then carried with me into adulthood, uh, being very perfectionistic. Mm-hmm. Everything had to be almost an on the border of OCD and everything had to be look perfect and my house had to be perfect and my children had to be perfect. And meanwhile, there was just chaos happening inside of me. And I was so lost in that chaos, trying to just survive day to day and praying that I didn't have another heart or uh, panic attack. Um, yeah. So that's how chronic trauma existed in my life. Wow. So, um, I don't know. This thing says we only have 10 minutes, but um, if you have the time, once it stops, can we keep yeah. going? Okay. Yeah, we'll pop back on. Great, great. So, Michael, you going to try your question again? Yeah, can you hear me now? I can't. Wow. All right, can you hear me now? Still not. Can you hear me now? Oh, I got you now. Yes. Okay, so my question <laughs> is this. Oh, um, Would you say there are certain triggers that make you think back on things that you went through certain triggers. Oh, Oh, for sure. And I've learned again, now that I'm, I've done so much incredible healing work to be very, very cognizant of things. So it used to be, um, suddenly I had developed like a fear of, of being on the beach and I live on Hilton head Island and the beach was my favorite place to just, be with nature and listen to the waves. And well, then I couldn't go out there because I was so horrified, just absolutely terrified to be in these open spaces. So then we really started to look at, you know, what, where is this coming from? And why is this all of a sudden surfacing? And so um, it can be things such as very loud noises, like fireworks or a car backfiring. And I have that, I would have that startle effect would would take me back to that bank robbery when the gunshots were going off and I could I was running for my life trying to hide and then I ended up between two armed assailants and trying to choose between death and death like which direction do I run and um so yes once once I started to understand that even people's behavior even people's tones of voice you know, an angry man talking would trigger me because I would go back to my dad and feeling very like, oh, very like wanting to close in on myself and hermit crab myself. And I could feel my shoulders go up. I could feel my body start to want to curl in. Um, so yes, an answer to your question. I hope that answered your question. Um, triggers absolutely happen. But when we become aware of them and we can pause and say, hold up, why am I physically reacting or emotionally reacting? Why am I having this reaction? And we can step back 
and we can say, okay, what is this really about? We can journal about it. We can pray about it. We can meditate on it. Whatever it is that we can do to say, what's really happening here? This isn't that I'm that terrified of fireworks. There's something, there's something more going on here and, and try to figure out where, where that's stemming from. Yeah, that answered my question because I know, I know for me, some of the things I went through in life, you know, just, um, just to hear a firework go off, you know, like, you know, like on 4th of July, fireworks went off, you know, it, it triggered, you know, things, I guess you would say traumatic things that I had, because if you listen to the podcast, you know that, you know, I was shot I was three times, well, four times, three in my side and once in the back of my head at the age of 16. Again, you know, just getting a little bit about that, you know, being in a gang, living the lifestyle of that, you know, traumatic event, so... I can definitely say, you know, agree to the, the certain um, triggers. triggers. It, it can make, it you, make you, you know, crunch up and, and make you worry, worry about things going on around you. Yes, absolutely. Well, thank you for sharing that. I'm so sorry that you experienced that. But um, kudos to you for having the courage to talk about it. And um, yes, just move forward in healing. So, um Yes, that's just a gift. It's just it's such a gift for you to be sharing your truth. Uh, so I certainly thank you from my heart for that. Amen. Amen. So you can definitely see um, to everybody that is listening that uh, the enemy wants to try to break you. You know, when you have purpose and you have um, when you understand your purpose and when you when when, when you know, things seems like things is always happening to you. Uh, Miss Well. Brock is definitely an example. So is Michael an example of, you know, when the enemy, when the enemy has peeped into your future, mm-hmm. you know, there is greatness on the other side of the pain. But you got to by faith know that God is for you and not against you. Amen. So as we said, we are going to have to come back with Miss Wellbrock. Um, and so y'all make sure that you tune in to the next episode because this is really like an introduction God gave us for her. Uh, who knows why God allows things to happen the way that they happen. But I just feel like this was just an introductory of what is to come. And, you know, just one of these ways that God just says, come back, come back, because I want to give you more. But it's up to you. I gave you something. I gave you a little bit. I gave you like an appetizer, but it's a little up teaser. To you. Yeah, <laughs> it's up to you to get to uh, to get the entree. Hey, man, come on, somebody. So before we uh, go, we want to ask you, Miss Well, Miss Well Brock, to please give us a word, uh, whatever the spirit is prompting you to give here in this moment um, that will draw somebody back, or you know, just again whatever he gives you. And then we're in again, y'all make sure y'all come back to the next episode so that you can hear the rest of the story and maybe even our third one. I don't know. We're going to follow the spirit. Amen. Right. Amen. So what's your word, honey? Oh, I say hashtag never give up. All right. It is never, never too late. Uh, my mom gave up drinking in her eighties and started her healing work in her eighties. And she died on my birthday this year, March 14th, oh, wow. but we had two and a half beautiful years to heal and blossom and grow our friendship. So there you go. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Amen. All right, y'all. So 
Uh, y'all make sure y'all, I promise y'all, you want to come back to hear a little bit more and how you can become um, triumphant and move past the pain. Amen. From trauma Amen. to triumphancy. Amen. So, uh, Father, we thank you again for your grace and your mercy. Thank you again for just allowing us to come together one more time. Lord, we pray that your will will be done. We bless every diamond here, every heart, God, that they might see themselves the way you see uh, them. And I speak that for myself as well. Have your way. We bless your name and we say thank you again. In Jesus Christ's name, we do pray. Amen. Amen. All right. And until next time, remember... You are a diamond in the rough. Amen. Thank you for joining us for this week's episode. Please sow into the ministry by clicking the support the show link. Until the next episode, may the blessings and the prosperity of the Lord follow you. And remember, you are a diamond in the rough. <laughs>